Welcome to the Abbot Circle podcast. I'm Father Ambrose Christ, and I'm the novice master here at St. Michael's Abbey. We hope that you enjoy the following recording. To learn more about the Norbertines, visit theabbotcircle.com. God bless you. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. Secrets don't make friends, so they say. Or at least that's what I tell my confreres when I want to know something that they know. Secrets can have a real power over us, and that power can be as strong as it is versatile. A secret can build trust among those who share the same secret. It can hold sway over those who are not privileged to know it. Or a secret might produce intrigue in those who might only know part of the story. The underlying force of a secret stems from the idea that sometimes words left unsaid can be more effective and gripping than any amount of elegant prose or poetry. We might find ourselves today feeling the weight of wanting to keep good secrets about our spiritual prowess, all the while imagining our Lord leaning over to us saying, keep it secret, keep it safe. But it can't simply be that keeping good works under wraps is the real force of what our Lord is prescribing in today's gospel. For in the same Sermon on the Mount, he advises us to let your good works shine before men. What our Lord is driving at has much more to do with our inner life and the intentions with which we do good works. Good works of their own accord shine brightly, for goodness being diffusive of itself, these works find an audience, whether we like it or not. The question our Lord wishes to pose to you is, do you enjoy that fact? Is the idea of being seen to do good something you relish? Is there something pulling at you to seek out affirmation from others? To have your work recognized by confreres, family, friends, maybe even total strangers? The problem is there will always be that desire to know that the good we do is known, loved, and shared with others. As Charles DeConnick rightly asserts, the good is perfect precisely insofar as it can be shared. The dilemma that faces us, if it is a dilemma at all, is that we are going to take joy in the good we do and communicate that. This fact is written into our very nature and into the metaphysics of charity. The point of our Lord's inquiry into our hearts is not to exclude the possibility of joy in doing good, even so as to obtain approval. His prodding is intended to elicit an answer, an answer that excludes all paltry praise of this world. 
we have to live for him alone, for the Eternal Father, who knows and appreciates all that you do in a way that infinitely surpasses the recognition of men, and whose mere desire to reward you outweighs anything that this world can offer you as recompense. If our joy in pleasing the Lord is going to last or come to full strength, it has to remain a secret between the soul and the Lord. Outside motivations or lesser praise only compete and destroy the purity of our intention to please him alone. Love to be unknown, therefore, even to the point of being unknown to yourself, so that your right hand does not know what the left hand is doing. In this way, our lives as Christians will become more like something of an open secret. Open in the sense that good works, virtues, and truths are truly born outwardly for others. A secret in the sense that what each has determined to offer without sadness or compulsion is offered secretly from a cheerful heart, a heart that has an inviolable cloister around it, where only God can dwell, rejoice, appreciate, and receive fitting praise from his beloved. In this sense, we see the full power and versatility of a secret in that in the silence of our hearts God himself is befriended swayed and intrigued thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle podcast if you enjoyed listening or were spiritually nourished please leave a review to help our podcast grow Thanks again. God bless you.